This program is brought to you by the Gin Society, www.ginsociety.com. Hello and welcome to Lunch with Lee. I'm your host, Shane Lee. This is a special episode today, live from Machiavelli's in Sydney on Clarence Street. On the show, an Australian sporting administrator, best known as the CEO of the National Rugby League NRL for the last four years. He's also represented Australia twice at the Maccabi Games in cricket. He's currently on gardening leave, enjoying time with the family. Please welcome Todd Greenberg. And Colin Scott, the first Australian to receive an American football scholarship and the second to play in the NFL. He's played for the St. Louis Cardinals as a defensive tackle and has pledged to donate his brain to science once he is finished with it. Let's get started. All right, we'll get started on the show today, Todd Greenberg. So welcome, Todd. Thank you. Great to be here, mate. And Colin Scotts, first Australian to receive an American football scholarship and the second to play in the NFL, and he's pledged to donate his brain to science once he's finished with it. It's going to answer a lot of questions that way. <laughs> so welcome to the show, boys. How are we all going? Well, it's nice Great to be in a restaurant and good to spend some time with you, Shana. Sure, he's good to be back. And so, Todd, you... A little bit of time on gardening leave. How's it? How you find that home at, oh, with the family? Oh, it's magnificent. Bit of golf, bit of time in the gym, things like this. Having some lunch and uh, really enjoying my time. So, been in inside professional sport for a long time. So, uh, this is my first real break. So, I'm really going to enjoy it. And it was was it four years at the NRL? Four years as CEO of the NRL. Three before that as the head of football, and then the six before that was the CEO of one of the clubs at the Bulldogs. So. Sort of been a 13-year journey in rugby league. So congratulations! Been a, been a hell of a journey. Uh, a lot of fun, a lot of learning. Sure, but yeah, sitting on the outside for for a while, sitting in the cheap seats is actually quite liberating. It's actually <laughs> enjoyable. Well, they're all cheap yeah, at the moment. Yeah, yeah they certainly are. <laughs> the postcards are good though. It is. Yeah. Oh, and Cole, what, what's taking your time these days, mate? Mate from uh, helping Scots College Fantastic. in development and uh, fundraising, which is interesting times. Yeah. Synthetic grass, mate, and um, pubs. I just provide a chemical for pubs, which is also shut down, but also very exciting that the pubs have survived. And, um, mm. yeah, it keeps me busy. And so how does a young, young boy going to Scots College playing rugby union, I think, end up in the NFL in America? Very lucky, mate. Very lucky. Um, our Australian schoolboy side, which was rated as the best ever, if I can brag a bit about that. Mm. You know, nine of them went on to be Wallabies more than any other schoolboy side. But we played our first game in um, UCLA yep. and played some American side. And I just we were whipping them, like <laughs> smashing them. And by accident, a coach from the University of Hawaii was meeting an athlete to test him from high school to see if he wanted to give him a scholarship. Saw me play and said, mate, if that guy's stupid enough to do that without a helmet, let's, mm. let's put a helmet on his mm. head. <laughs> so you played and came knocking on my door too, Shane. And I don't, I don't yeah. think many Australians can say that, that an American's come down yeah. and actually knocked on your door to say, I want you. I didn't chase him. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't. How much of NFL did you know at that time? None, mate. Nothing. Interesting because they had no, you had no media of it, no internet. Toddy said no, there was you nothing. You couldn't play on the PlayStation. All I heard was the Dallas cheerleaders, and that got me excited. Yeah. Where do I sign? Yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> else mattered? So, what what position did you play in rugby union? Number eight. Number eight. Second row, but mostly number eight, which I love because I could run. Mm. Right. Even when I went to America. I was um, for six six and, and the weight. I was just fast, and that's you can't train quickness, as you know, Shani. You sure. either got it, or you don't. I had it as as the guys used to say, yep. "You're white, you're fast for a white guy, man." Mm. <laughs> so that was that was a bonus. 
So, and you, but you end up playing on the, on the defensive side in the NFL. Yeah, now, is that a, a mentally a bit of a frustrating or yeah. a hard one? And the coach actually apologised because here I was a free guy, you know, sure. that had ball skills. Um, why not put him in and see what he can do in different positions? But they mm. thought rugby, you know, tackle, you know, just that mentality. And I started doing well there. So just if I had to do it over again, I'd say, my put me over there because I could catch. I could, there was a lot of positions I could have could have played, Shane, and they didn't sure. give me that opportunity. They threw me a defence thinking, rugby union guy, da-da-da. But why wouldn't you want to put a, an experiment guy that's never played the game before? Why yeah. wouldn't you want to see what he could do? That's what's, yeah. And the head coach, Dick Tommy, God bless him, he died last year. Um, he just apologised. That was a big mistake. But no regrets, mate. I got... To, I just got there, Shaney. I played defence, mate. It was pretty boring because I never saw the ball. I never touched the ball. In rugby, number eight, I was, yeah. I was a good runner with the ball. So that was a wasted gift I had. And Toddy, four years at the NRL, um, what would you have done differently if you had your time over again? And, and what, are you, oh. what are you really proud of? Oh, look, you always do things differently. I mean, look, you know, the, the, the rearview mirror is always clearer than the windscreen, right? You know, yeah. that's just the way it works. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there's plenty of lessons. Um, you know, it's a tough industry, rugby league. Uh, I think all professional sports now is a tough industry because, you know, in an industry like the one I've just walked out of, everywhere you go, people are happy to give you feedback on how to do your job better. Yep. Uh, everywhere you go. Um, you can get a morning coffee and someone will come up to you <laughs> yeah, and no. give you a bit of feedback. And yeah, yeah, yeah. usually that feedback's pretty emotional because of the team they support. Yeah, as a guy gets Thank out of the God gutter. Though. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> it's America. But that's, but that's the good thing too because that's, that's, that's what sells professional sport. It's that emotional connection people have with it, whether you Tribal. want the Australian cricket team to win or, you know, you want to watch the Rams or whoever. Mm. It doesn't matter. You, you want people emotionally connected. So if they're not having a crack, then – you're probably not as connected as you want to be. So oh, I loved it, mate. I had an absolutely great time. Rugby league is a wonderful industry full of great people, plenty of challenges, and, you know, has a very big public profile in this country. Uh, incredible. You know, the amount of media attention yeah. it gets is quite phenomenal. Todd, just, uh, do you find it difficult, mate, America, one football code, 350 yeah. million Americans, yeah. right? One football code. That's what every kid wants to do. Yeah. You come to Australia, 25 million, four football codes. Yeah, all fighting for the same thing. Mate, trust me. Right. People don't realise and appreciate yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. And, and, mate, America, 350 mil, one football code. Yeah. Things are different. It's you, very different, yeah. You can't, you can't compare them on the scale. Mate, and, I respect it. And I was, you know, I was really fortunate only a couple of months ago, I went to the Super Bowl this year oh, um, and watched now the Chiefs. I hate you. And I, I sat in the middle. Of the Chiefs' basic cheer squad, I had a oh, red shirt on, and you know I was giving it the Chiefs, 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 and watched them come home strong. And I tell you what, that was an experience of a lifetime. Being in Miami for a week, wow! And, uh, met with the NFL, good and for you. geez, it was a good time. It's probably one of uh, the top two or three sporting events I've ever been to. And what and a game! So good, what a game too! Yeah, game. it was phenomenal. So I loved it, and huge admiration for those athletes too, and what they put themselves through. Unbelievable. Uh, and, yeah, unfortunately suffering now because of the brain and what's happening, you know. It's just terrible. Yeah. But uh, I'm glad you got to enjoy a, and tick that box. And to anyone listening, if you ever want to tick a, something special in life, go to a super. Sure. Oh, and, and it's on my bucket list. And I've done 12 of them. I've done 12 of them. Have wow. you really? Yeah, well, that was my first, and uh, it was on my bucket list too. And, and I was really glad that I got a good game to watch, not, not just about uh, no, the event. The week, the week and the event was great. But to get there and actually experience a really close game last quarter, you know, Mahomes and all those sorts of things. I'm it jealous, was just, Todd. it was, it was pretty cool. But trust me, back here, it exploded. Everyone just loved yeah. the game, man. Good yeah. for Brady, mate. What a legend. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, Todd, you look at America today, I think, you know, there's people surrounding the White House, yeah. um, you know, with, with protests going on. 
Did you ever feel like that as CEO of the NRL? <laughs> yeah, there was always someone out the front. Uh, in fact, um, you know, we used to – With a bow and The NRL's right. building used to be next to Cricket New South Wales building, and I used to think, geez, I wonder if they'll ever turn those cameras around and look at the other side. But And then we used to back on to the Australian Rugby Union. They couldn't get a camera to follow them anywhere. So, I mean, relevance is important. As much as sometimes it's good and bad news, you should never take for granted your good relevance, point. you know. And sure. So the game has incredible reach and relevance, and you've got to use that for good occasionally when you get difficult situations whether it's you know behavior of players or whatever you've got to deal with it but geez it has some upside if you get it right but also i think i think what you should be proud of mate what i noticed from, from the outside looking i've known you since you're at back at cricket new south wales days yeah. as, a, as a development officer it's a long time a long ago way, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah then on to the bulldogs but you always fronted the media in good and bad times i think you should take your hat off to that yeah and i think um in some respects i think that's very um very much about you have to turn up in the good times because if you don't only turn up and talk about the, the nice things, yeah. I think you, you lose a lot of respect. And there's going to be difficult moments. You're dealing with warm-blooded human beings. They're going to make mistakes. People are going to make mistakes. I make mistakes. You make them. We all make them. Um, so you've got to get back, get back on the horse and, and deal it's with them. And I think most people just look for that. Or not blame someone for your mistake. Yeah, you know? just own it. Take own it. Get on with it. Big, you know, none deal. of us are perfect. Um, <laughs> and I think there's there's a... There's in this modern age, particularly of social media, where people just strive for perfection. There's no such thing. You just yeah, be the best yeah. version of yourself every day. Yeah, that's so it. true. And Cole, back back to the the rugby union versus the American football. What, what what's the the key big difference there? Is it is it what they wear? Is it the helmets? Is it the padding? Is it yeah, all of the above, mate? Bigger yeah. bigger athletes, right? Massive, you know. Never say the weapons. Six eight six, you know, whatever. Just mm. solid, you know, three forty. What makes them different, mate, is they're just bigger and they're more – the whole game is about collision head-to-head. Mm. Yeah. So there's a lot more, you know. Sorry, yeah. mate. It's a, it's a full-on collision sport and it's led with your head. And I actually call the, the helmet actually a weapon. It's not weapon. there to protect now, mate. Mm-hmm. And that's why you're going to see all the lawsuits on the concussion. And yeah. They've changed the helmet now. But in my day, it was my helmet now that I have is a bowling ball, mm. right, with, yeah. with like a water thing in the middle, which doesn't give it much shock. Mm. The whole thing was just wrong, mate, wrong. So, look, bigger people, the helmet, just all brain-to-brain shape. And, you know, yeah. if we play the game, you and me go head-butting each other. That's how it starts. There's You'd a lot win, of – I reckon. A lot of brain. Mate, mm. everyone's, everyone in the NFL is dead at 53, mate. It's, um, Jesus. It, lifespan is two and a half years. It's just a very, very – people don't talk about it, but, mate, they are now with, with, that, mm-hmm. with the concussion. But, mate, a very violent, intense sport for all the – Brady's and all the highlights yeah. that you're saying with such yeah, a passion, yeah. Todd. You know about the game is just beautiful to watch, but mm. trust me, down in the trenches, it's not healthy. No, right? it's, it's, not. It's, it's not healthy. Mm. So, so talk me through that because you, I mentioned at the start, you've got to donate your brain to science when you, when you're finished with it. Um, I said that you know, mucking around, but it's a, it's, a, it's a real serious point here. It's really that? admirable. I, I mean, I know it's it's easy to joke about, but it is incre- no. incredibly admirable because what you will do, you'll leave a legacy for others, and they will learn from that. And rugby league players and sports in Australia are starting to do this, but only at the very front end. I think mm. people who make that selfless decision, you've obviously talked about that with your family. I, I think uh, all credit to you, mate, because I think people will learn. There'll be a big legacy from that. Thanks, Todd. I really appreciate it, mate. It just feels like, sorry, if, yeah, if I can help and... It's like donating an organ, you know. People can benefit from it yeah. and be the next generation. Why yeah. not, mate? Absolutely. And, and what, what effects have you found post-career? Uh, Shane, I'd say now I'm at 57, but definitely the memory. Maybe I'm texting people and it's not making sense, but I'm sending it. So just a bit of right. memory. But in saying that, I've had, I reckon I've had some damage for 10 years. I'm really strict on diet. I'm really strict on exercise right now. Mm. Yep. And I really think I've actually got better. So mm. I'm a positive note for people out there that have, 
either had knocks or going through an Alzheimer's, yeah. whatever. If, if you can delay the process, I believe, by staying shape and, and uh, eating the anti-inflammatory shit, excuse me, mm. anti-inflammatory food, it really... So I'm... Shane, the chances of me getting it is 99.9%, but the question to me is, I, I, uh, my father always taught me that the most important thing is life in life is where your two feet are right now. Yeah. And, you know, yesterday's gone, son, and tomorrow you don't know. Live in the moment, and it was the best thing he ever taught me because mm, whatever happens to me in life, mate, I die, ha- I die happy if I die tomorrow. And mm. it's, it's, mate, I've, I've had a go, I've had a crack, and, and, and if... You know, Shane, it does scare me though, mate. What what the brain and the concussion? We're mm. in a you know, kids under the age of twelve should not be playing collision sports. What what out of, out of interest in when you had a bad head knock back in your career? How was that? How did the club work with you on that? And what sort of treatment did you get? Or was it take a pill of concrete and get back up and yeah, back no, on the great field? Question, Todd. It seems unbelievable, like it's surreal. But mate, it was drag you to the sidelines, smelling salts. If that mm. didn't work, mate, take you in. You know, like ice, ice bucket, a basic over your head. They were mm. just trying to, uh, you know, you see you got stars in the, in, you know, in your yeah. eyes, and they're sort of laughing at you. And it's serious yeah. stuff, mate. So yeah, there is. was no. Um, number one, they weren't educated, so no, they, didn't they didn't have the science and research. Yeah. But it was all a bit like the joke. Oh, you got stars. You're yeah, a tough yeah. guy, mate. Yeah, you've yeah. gone in there and you've, you know, it was a badge of honour to get back up again, wasn't it? And, well, then yeah. you had to get up. To yeah. it. That's the worst thing. Second impact yeah. syndrome is yeah. the worst for anybody listening. Absolutely. The worst concussion if your child has a concussion is to yeah. take them out sooner. Uh, trust me, that's where all the damage is done. Mm. And that's a real cultural issue in all collision yeah. sports about. It's not a badge of honour to get back up again after you've had a head knock. It's actually you need your teammates to support you to say, actually, this is serious. You sure. know, it's not that badge of honour to stand up and go again because that secondary impact, as the research tells you, is quite frightening. It's murder. Yeah. And Toddy, one of the things I, thought, I think you did great in your tenure at the NRL is you brought on women's rugby league. Mm. Now oh. I've got two young daughters and a son. Now rugby league may not be their thing, mm. but. For them to have the opportunity to do that now in the future is a fantastic Absolutely. thing. Yeah, you can't but, be what you can't see, right? So for young girls, yeah, want to aspire to be whether it, you know, it's cricket or AFL or rugby league. It's so good that girls have got a pathway to the top. Yeah, but based on what, what Cole's sort of saying, is is it, mm. is it is it going to be safe for them? Do you think? Is it? Yeah, I think um, the, the the game's getting safer. It's certainly as tough as it's ever been, but. I think the ability to provide non-contact versions of sport and rugby union are doing this and league did it and, you know, there's other derivatives to play of, uh, of the main game and, and I think kids are seeing a lot more of that. But you've got you to be able to see stars. That's why heroes and idols are so important in any sport because kids look up to them. You know, we did when we were kids. Yeah. You know, we looked up to... Probably you know, Fulton. Yeah, exactly, or Alan Border or whoever and you wanted to be him, you know, and... I think that's really important that we've got to put our stars up there and make sure that kids can see them, whether they're male or female. 100%. Well said. We'll hold it there for a minute and we'll be back right after this. It's all good here at Machiavelli. Yeah, mm. no doubt, mate. Great place. few memories here, mate. Where's Packer on the wall, mate? Well, this is this is Packer's <laughs> Corner. Oh, is that right? Oh. We're sitting in Packer's Corner. Oh. I think... Um, Bunny, the wall's I, good talk. I, I think Todd's in, in his seat. <laughs> Who would have thought? Oh, I'll get kicked out shortly then. <laughs> <laughs> you got like yes. a penne arrabbiata? Of course. That would be great. Thank you. What fish do you have? You have the John Dory, John Dory, mate. Next question. It's no secret I love a gin, and one of our sponsors here, Lunch with Lee, is the Gin Society, which I happen to be a member of. When you sign up, they'll send you a full-size bottle of amazing craft gin delivered to your door every two months, plus the latest issue of their beautiful Gin Journal magazine 
and a surprise gift absolutely free. Each gin is sourced by a team of experts looking for exclusive, unique and exquisite drops from around the world. A subscription to the Gin Society is your passport to the world of craft gin. No strings attached. Cancel any time. Check out the website, www.ginsociety.com. All listeners of Lunch With Lee can enjoy an exclusive $20 off their order when they join the Gin Society. Simply visit www.ginsociety.com. Just use the code LUNCHWITHLEE20 at checkout. Spartan Sports is recognised as one of the world's most exciting and innovative sporting brands with a community focus. Our product range across cricket, rugby, football, volleyball, basketball and fitness has been developed to sell directly to any club, school, corporate or individual. Go to our website and order directly to your front door, www.spartansports.com. Spartan Sports, unearth the warrior in you. John O'Brien is a legend of Australia's beer industry. In 2003, he dreamed of producing a great-tasting beer that could be enjoyed by everyone, free of the ill effects of mass-produced wheat and barley. John began a brewing journey blending the unique aromas and flavours offered by ancient grains such as sorghum and millet. He perfected recipes over time which have led to 40 local and international awards, including four gold medals at the Australian International Beer Awards and silver medal at the Beer World Cup. Proudly 100% Aussie-owned, made in Ballarat, O'Brien Beer is Australia's most awarded gluten-free beer and widely available around Australia through major retailers and online at www.rebellionbrewing.com.au. O'Brien Beer. The beer that loves you back. And Cole, what what could our sporting football codes do better? You think, based off what has been done in America? Well, mate, you know, private ownership's a good start, but you need yeah. a big population and big bucks. You know, yeah. it sounds right, but uh, with that, that's the same story. Where I come back to four football codes, mm. twenty-four million. So you've got to change the rules to what America just comes in corporate or own, yeah. just billionaires, just basically own the teams, mate. Yeah, when you go on those numbers you just said, I mean, Australia is really probably the most competitive sports marketplace in, in the, the world. world. Yeah, yeah, in on a per capita basis, <laughs> trying to get crowds and TV. and It's incredible. It's really I mean, tough. It's yeah, incredible. Yeah. One football in America, mate. That's, you know, yeah. Just think about how competitive it was for me to come from you know, rugby mm. union, you know, 24 yeah. million to 340, and every kid when they're five years of age, is, all they want to do is live or die is make it mm. in football, right? How hard, out of interest, was that? You said you didn't know much about the game. How hard was your transition? Must have been yeah. bloody hard for you. I still don't know how it worked. Yeah, I swear, yeah. mate. All I was. Because it's such a technical <laughs> game, isn't it? It's so technical. <laughs> Incredible. How'd you kids, do that? Kids come up to me and start asking me about plays. I'm like, yeah. mate, piss off. I don't. I just play the game. <laughs> You're intimidating me. Yeah. It's like bloody all that Nintendo, all the yeah. um, all the computer games. Yeah, yeah, they learn. They learn all the rules, which is hilarious. Must have been a hard transition. It must have been, you know, to, to do what you did is phenomenal back in that era. Well, Toddy, Amazing. I, I, again from Dad, you know, life starts at the end of your comfort zone. And yeah. my life started when I left Australia. As much as I was groomed as, you know, yeah. you know, possibly a great wallaby and, you know, da-da-da-da, I was at least had the guts to, to, you know, go out of my comfort zone. And yeah. trust me, mate, I got abused over there, mate. I never lifted a weight, you know. Yeah. Laughed at, spat at, like because yeah. I was on a full scholarship, which was a big deal, especially back yeah, then. You know, big imagine. deal, mate. Thirty grand US a year, and you're like mm. walk in the door, and you don't, have, and you don't even know the rules. Mm. Uh, not yeah. what year are we talking? What year? Eighty two. Eighty two. Wow. Wow. Right. Yeah. Must, so, must have built the resilience gene in you pretty strongly. Must have, mate. I, I, being one of eight kids, I don't know. Mum and dad have just relaxed and just 
I'm proud of it, mate. Because um, should be. yeah, absolutely, mm. it's not. You know, I don't look back and I go, mate. It was, Toddy. It was the '80s, mate. No, no pain, no gain. Yeah, like, yeah. No concussion theory. Yeah, no, yeah. there was a no. different. It was a jungle, man. It yeah, was a yeah. very murderous what, catch and kill, mate. Mm. So, what was it like watching um, Jared Hayne a few years ago go from the NRL over to the NFL? What was that like? So watch him proud. do that, and, and what what could have he done better? Do you think? So no, easy great question. So proud. What a great achievement though, to go over there and actually make the fifty three. Have a go. Have a go. Mate, have a go, mate. Mm. I just think, mate, he, he's just a guy that you know went over and chased a dream, and, and good on him. But he should have stayed at punt return. Okay, it's called yep. special teams, right? In the NFL, where you punt, you yep. kick, you, you punt. To, there's, there's six teams: kick off, kick off, return. He could have easily stayed, and I used to text him with no response, mate. Don't worry about making running back. There's five or six great running backs you've got to compete against to make two, right? Mm. And, and, and special teams, a punt returner, there's only usually maybe one other guy. Mm. If you're the punt returner, you make the 53. And he was killing it, right? Good he dropped the ball once, and then life is sliding doors. And I had the whole – I had – 30 mates over and it was all good so I was glorifying what a great sporting achievement one of the great I think Australian achievements ever mm. and he dropped the ball as shit happens and yeah. mate from that moment the, the whole media in America mm. there's no second grade or there's no second chance mm. it's weird mate it's builds you up and mate if you yeah. you know you've been given an opportunity here Aussie and then you've embarrassed them you've embarrassed it's mm. funny you've embarrassed people and they just get rid of you and then it's sad mate because he came back and I don't know anybody that chases a bigger contract Toddy you'd know this mm left and came back a better athlete, you know, and he came back disappointed because he failed, you know, he was a yeah. failure. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sport is such a, it's a, has a, such a massive effect on Australian psyche. Yeah. And you would have probably felt pressure of that being CEO of a, of mm. a sporting business. Yeah. Um, but so what, what, what would have been the key learnings you learnt from your four years at the NRL? I think, um, you know, you've got to be prepared to have a position and then stick at it and if you're going into these roles thinking you're going to be popular, you're going to be sadly mistaken, yeah. you know, because you're just not going to be popular. I mean, people get leadership and popularity confused all the time. Um, yep. Maybe in politics you might need to be popular, but, you know, leading major sports or major business uh, networks, you, you can't be popular. You've got to make decisions which quite often are right but prove very unpopular. doesn't mean they're wrong. just just means they're not popular. Um, trouble with society, isn't it, Todd? That's right, yeah. So I think, um, Thank you. you know, there's a lot of that. Uh, I saw a lot of that in, in my time. Um but, you know, I think the other part is you, if, if you're going to be successful in anything in life, you've got to be passionate about what you're trying to do and try to achieve. And if you don't genuinely believe that, then I think you've got to find something else. Um, people who are motivated by material possessions, I think, will fail spectacularly. Um, you've got to have passion in How what you do. How big is your yacht, Todd? <laughs> <laughs> I'm down to the 60-footer now. So. I'm, I'm, I'm loyal to an expert deal. <laughs> I like it. Do you find it harder... Um, was it harder being at the Bulldogs as a CEO or the NRL? Yeah, uh, that's a really good question. I reckon um, the easiest way to describe it is when you're in a club environment, it's it's actually quite vertical. You you sort of know you report into the board and you've got players and stakeholders and yep. fans all underneath. But when you get into the governing body, you've got this horizontal movement, the stakeholders everywhere. You've got 16 clubs and you've got um, broadcast partners and sponsors and fans and uh, huge numbers of media and government, and all these sorts of stakeholder groups. And again, you, you can't look to keep people happy. You've just got to keep them informed. Um, and there's a fine balance in all of that, I think. Absolutely. It's interesting what you say about the whole popularity. So, Cole, when you, back in the 80s, when you get drafted and, and to go over and play in probably one of the biggest leagues in the world, if not the biggest league in the world, um, how was your popularity with the girls then, mate? 
Oh, mate, dating a cheerleader was a great career move. <laughs> I said, you can have any bloke you want, just take me first. <laughs> oh, you've got to love hilarious. the 80s. You've got to love it, mate. Love it was the 80s. The 80s, yes, so true, Todd. We yeah. were fresh, we were Paul Hogan, we were yeah. Midnight Oil, we were, Shrimp man... Mate, Paul Hogan just took over America. The Crocodile Hunter, sorry, but yeah. it yeah. just, they'd have a Tuesday night Crocodile Hunter night in really? the whole of America. Which really? It, you don't understand. It was magical. So there was something that I enjoyed being in the 80s and, and, and 90s and, and just, just the way that Australia was fresh. They had no idea who we are. You could tell the girls any yeah. bullshit and they yeah. keep, keep, keep talking, Carlin. You don't have to make sense. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Do you think, do you think, do you think we've lost that, that Aussie edge? <laughs> Oh, like, we have. Yeah, that, that I was, yeah, know, on a world stage where we have it. We used to have a can-do attitude, and now we've sort of got a can-do, but you've got to jump through 15 hoops first. What is this? What is this over-regulation? What is this political correctness? Mate? Mm. People forgetting what we are and what Anzac died for, mate. Yeah. You know, the right of yeah. freedom, yeah. whatever. And I get very frustrated because I'm a big believer in character, mate. You know, yeah. it's, you go around the world and you find there's a lot of boring, intense countries. And mm. we're, when you've been away 20 years, you come back, you know, how special are we and yeah. how we should mm. really protect it, mate. And, you know, and that does come freedom and speech and all that. I don't want to get into it. But just to be able to – the character that can take the piss out of someone without being offended or this because, yeah. you know, you've hurt. I mean, what – just go with it, mate, and don't be so precious, mate. We've just got to be, mm. you know, sorry, all balls here, mate. That's yeah. a true definition of being Australian, isn't it, really? It really, it really is, is, mate. And not be, being so precious and being able to take the piss out of someone and, and have back. a laugh. Mate, my dad always said, sorry yeah. again, Todd, if you can laugh at yourself, no one can laugh at you. Yeah. And it was good words, mate. That's what yeah. Australia stands for because you go to Absolutely. America, you take the piss, yeah. mate, you know, don't get it. Yeah. That's so funny. You're like, yeah. shut up. Yeah. Can, you, can you at least, sorry, but can yeah. you at least laugh, show yeah. the emotion? Yeah. That's so funny and you're like it's called sarcasm yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't quite get that they're yeah. good at it, they don't, no, they that. don't and they don't and yeah. that was really um frustrating mate so yes character is something i, I passionately believe in and, and and um something that we've got to really stand up for mate. and what would you, what would you tell a young inspiring sports kid now from from your key learnings Grab another, grab another beer, mate. Yeah. <laughs> no, easy, easy. Just like my, what my dad told me. Yep. You know, Resilience, big part. Hun, mate, persistence, mate. Dad always used to say, throw enough boomerangs and eventually one will come back, son. Mm. Yes. It's not always because you're you're the you're mm. got the honour degree or you got something. It's because you're out there and you're making it happen, mate. That that persistence will get you reward, and it mm. makes so much sense, mate. You know, and I, I share that with kids now in Scots College, and just yeah. the, the principles that Dad taught me were were so good and 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 correct, you know. And we're getting caught up in this, you know, technology. What is that, mate? You know. You must have been so happy to play a team sport like we did. I, I yeah. played team sports without technology. You know, the concept of the best moments after a day of cricket is back in the dressing room with your That's mates. Sad. They were the best three hours of the day afterwards. And yeah. God, what a beautiful thing. But now thing. you see it's so different. Mate, and, so and different. Used to, you've got to – America's all business, kind of a beer, right? You know, da, da, da. It's that three hours that you have with your yeah. teammates having a piss and then you maybe go over the opposition or whatever. Yeah, more, more yeah bonus, absolutely. But you're relaxing, right, and laughing, maybe sharing some comments. What is – oh, got to get in the ice bath – it's two diminishing returns now, yeah. right? Diminishing yeah. returns where America is just exactly Very the same. You can't stop. Sorry, mate. Yeah. You've got to stop and enjoy each other and take and yeah. have a beer and relax. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I, and I'm, we've got to save that culture, mate. Don't give me this. I've got to wake up at 7 o'clock crap and not have a beer. Relax. And enjoy. it's a team yeah. sport and we're forgetting mm. Australia is the best, you know, for your mates, mate. Anzac, whatever you want to call it. We're mm. the best of the world at it. Don't suppress it. Encourage it. Shane's question before about, you know, what are the advice you give to kids? I, I think every child – 
should be mandated to play a team sport. I agree. Playing a team sport teaches you more life lessons. And I've seen in my professional career executives, and I know the ones who played team sports and know the ones who haven't. Yeah. yeah. Because the the really good execs, the really good ones who can bring the best out of their team and drive a sales force and drive commercial outcomes, they're about pulling teams together. And that that's what you learn in the three hours after a dressing room. 100%. And, and, and I can see kids these days who – go down the line of computer games and they're not outside and they're, they're yep. not engaging in a team sport and I think they're missing this fundamental part of their upbringing yep. and, and I really fear for those kids and and I think, you know, as a parent get your kids into a team sport. It's irrelevant what they play but get them into a team sport where they understand the values of selflessness for and the others. first time in history we have to choose to move. Choose to move and nowadays manual yeah. labour didn't have a choice. Now yeah. we have a big, kids yeah. have a big choice, mate. Yeah. I just well, think Based on that, I've said it before, but three three compulsory things that I'm sort of implementing as a parent. Hmm. Education is non-negotiable. Yep. Yep. They have to play a team sport. Absolutely. If they want to do an individual sport, they can do that down the yeah, track. Yeah. But I want to play a team sport. But I also want to do an art as well. I don't yeah. want just to be total jocks or, yeah, yeah. or, or total, totally well, arty. Sam, I want to understand different people across different Good you know, cross-section. Di- different parts of Great the society. Yeah. Yeah. Sammy, just Great to answer advice. the question, mate, I, I just I know, hopefully I just have installed this in my children, is you know, you're nothing without your health. So before you go and chase any dreams or whatever, mm. get your health in order because it's yeah. a big issue right now with, with what's Lock going on health. Yeah. Mate, and, and, and Dad always said, mate, it doesn't matter if you're fat, if you're overweight, small or short, just have a go. You know? yep. Just have a go. Mm. Have, you know, get involved, engage, and, and that's all you what you're doing, Cole, I think in and around the um, the research in, into the, the effects of concussion, I think is extraordinary, mate. Keep it up. And it's scary, too. It is scary, mate. Well, <laughs> well, I, it's unknown. So. Well, I remember my, yeah. my grandmother, Iris, before she passed at 86, she had dementia and mm. and she was in a I went to visit her in hospital and she was in a room with a lady with full blown Alzheimer's. And Grandma said, "Check her out. She's got no idea, right?" And the doctor came in, and said, "Iris, how are you?" And she said, "I'm well, thank you." And he said, "Do you know where you are?" He said, "Yes." She said, "Oh, yes, I'm in hospital." And do you know what hospital you're in? She said, "Yes, Wollongong." And, she said, and he said, "Do you know what state you're in?" She said, "Well, obviously not a very good one." And I thought, no, she never lost a sense of humour. Never lost a sense of humour. She was brilliant. Take chop my leg off, but yeah. don't take my mind. I know. Yeah. I know. Just let me That's say a scary goodbye. Thing. It and Toddy, mate, everything you've done for the NRL and for sport in this country, I think it's been fantastic. You've, you've, had, you've had a pretty tough tough role. What, yeah, what, yeah. What's, next, what's next for you, mate? Well, first thing I'm going to do is, as I said, have this sort of few months off and reconnect with family and, as I said, play a lot of golf if I can at the moment, get myself fit and strong. And, and then there's another chapter for me, um, and I'm not quite sure where that chapter will open, but if there's one thing I do know, the, the skill set that I've developed in professional sport over the last sort of 20-odd years can be applied elsewhere. So I'm going to have a good think about that. But priority number one at the moment is enjoy this period of time off. I haven't had an extended period of time like this well, my whole professional working career. So my kids are loving having me around. I'm going to get under my wife's feet massively. Good on you. Uh, and I'm going to get the golf handicap down. That's the most important thing. Mate, number one. Yeah. Well done, mate. Good on well you, done, thanks. Mate. Well, thank you for both coming on the show. It's been fun. It's good catching up. It's good uh, hearing some stories and, and what you're doing off the field, Cole. Once again, mate, well done. Let's have an O'Brien beer now and let's get some lunch served and uh, we'll see you next and, time. And well done to you too, Shane. Yeah, Congratulations. Thanks. Really proud Keep of you. Keep up work. the good work on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Great stuff. We've, yeah, made, we've made all the difference though. Yeah, all correct. Right. <laughs> and we'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it for Lunch with Lee this week. A big thank you goes out to our guests, Todd Greenberg and Colin Scotts. Thanks to Hilton Headley for your hard work behind the scenes. And thanks to our sponsors, the Gin Society, Spartan Sports and O'Brien Beer. Make sure you hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. And do us a favour, hit five stars if you're passionate, leave a review. 
Next week, we'll be chatting to some more serious legends to discuss more about sport, music, and business on another Cracker episode of Lunch with Lee. We'll see you then. Yeah.